Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. What's going on, man? Oh, man, just uh, quarantine rhymes with borantine. It is pretty boring. I know. You know what's not boring right now? The world of e-commerce. No, it's popping. I know. I figured it'd probably be a good time for us to bring our Amazon expert back in for a little update now that the world has changed. So with us today, have Andrew Morgans, the CEO and founder of Marknology. Hey, Andrew. What's up, man, Matt? I'm just trying to figure out what happened while I was in Cebu. I left the country and you guys, uh, you guys let it all fall apart on me. Nah, well, we well, just started buying up everything we can find. <laughs> is that, I know I came back, all my toilet paper was gone. I know that's I nothing not true. But, I think you got a mountain. I, I have nothing but lima beans left in my cabinet too. So well, you can only back. imagine. We're glad, we're glad to get you back. Yeah, no doubt. So, Andrew, what's going on with Amazon, man? I, I got to have a, I have a feeling that's been a, a, a quite the a hot topic around the Marknology office lately. Wow, man. Honestly, it's been day by day. Um, it seems like every day there's been something else kind of getting dropped or released or um, and so whether it's a different state, um, you know, adjusting to lockdown, um, you know, Amazon's gone from uh, well, they went to just being able to stock essential items. And so, um, a lot of people have had to pivot from using Amazon's fulfillment center as their main, um, fulfillment channel to finding alternate channels. Um, Amazon has went from two day delivery to sometimes five to seven or just saying, screw it. We're not fulfilling it. So there's a whole lot going on, a whole lot of questions. Uh, my week's been crazy. Well, Matt, you know, Matt, we've talked a lot about uh, some companies in this, you know, economy right now are winners and losers. And even people on Amazon, you got some that are big winners and you got some that are big losers. If they sell something that's not essential, all of a sudden they might be out of business. Yeah, not to mention the fact that Amazon itself is probably a big winner. I noticed uh, I saw a recent news article saying that they were going to hire 100 to 150,000 people. So. Andrew, is that just to deliver essential supplies or is that just to try to bring the whole thing back online like it had been a month ago? I think it's to, to bring the whole thing online, not just the essential supplies. I mean, I try to tell brand owners, um, you know, every week, like this is a system that's mainly ro ran by the algorithm and, and robots. It really is a, a system ran by robots, um, at least probably 90% of it. So I think they're just trying to come, you know, bring bring labor back um, and get us back up to speed to where we were to be able to ha handle this onslaught of, of online shopping and e-commerce. We have I have brands that, um, you know, we've been struggling to grow or very competitive brands um, in the food space that right now um, are just, you know, we're having killer days. St. Patty's Day, which is typically, you know, it's a Tuesday it's a uh, middle of the week. It's a holiday. A lot of people are out, um, you know, celebrating parades typically and things like that. 
Um, instead, for some of my brands, we had the the biggest day that they've ever had. Interesting, Matt. Have you been have you been making more purchases on Amazon or less? I I have, and you know, we joked about ordering that bidet a few weeks ago, but you know what? I'm looking pretty damn good right now. While you, <laughs> while everybody else is looking for toilet paper. I stocked up on bidets weeks ago, so I'm good. I but I ran a hose. I ran a hose through my window, so I'm good. But so yeah. what? What do they deem as essential right now on Amazon? Because I, I have to be honest. I went to order an ice cream scoop a couple of days ago on Amazon, and it said it was going to take four weeks to get it. And let me tell you, my pregnant wife deems that as extremely essential right now, and it is I not available. So what do yeah. they deem as essential? Uh, I think what you deem as essential and what they do is a little bit different. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that it's category based and not so much item specific because um, we have some brands like honestly, if you're anything in food um, and, and a lot of medical, uh, it, it's good to go. So, I mean, I have, you know, steak seasoning and things that are that are still able to be able to send into Amazon. Uh, and I wouldn't consider seasoning essential. Um, but if it's in that food category, it's being classified as so. Yeah, I hear you on that. So what's, are you experiencing marknology? And once again, for those of you listening, uh, you want to learn more about how to sell more on Amazon, go to marknology.com, M-A-R-K-N-O. L-O-G-Y. And while we're at it, I should mention that today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. Um, Andrew, we've Matt and I have been talking a lot over the last couple of weeks about the winners and losers of this whole thing. And you know, anytime you get economic turbulence, there's industries and companies that you know find a boom time and others that get completely shut out. Are you finding that a lot of your sellers are experiencing the same thing? You don't have to get too specific, but I mean, are, are you know where where and how are you advising people as to whether or not this is a good time to put their sales up or not? Well, I think um, if you're in e-commerce already right now, you're not really a loser. You're not losing. Um, think of it like Walmart and Black Friday. You know, if they're coming there for the special on the TV, they're still in Walmart. So we're still shopping in Walmart. So if you have a product in e-commerce, like you're getting a lot more traffic than you typically do. Um, For for some of those brands, we're just having to pivot. So some of them didn't have multi-channel fulfillment set up, meaning like just a regular warehouse or a regular fulfillment center. They've only been using Amazon. So we've pivoted that. April 5th isn't forever away, which is when they're saying they'll take non-essential items. I just have this gut feeling that it's going to be a lot longer than April 5th before Amazon's taking um, ice cream scoops. And, and do you th- is that just because they don't have room in the warehouse? Um, or is it prioritization? It's prioritization. So uh, it's really not about room in the warehouse. It's about manpower to accept shipments and restock them. Okay. So Andrew, if if some of your customers are doing a lot of advertising on Amazon to promote their products and now their products are are getting their shipments delayed, is that really screwing with them, right? They they pay a bunch of money to advertise, then the consumer goes to buy their, you know, click on it and then figures out they can't even get it for four weeks and then they don't buy it. I would think that anybody who's advertising on Amazon has to relook at what they're doing. Maybe they shouldn't even be advertising because they can't get their product shipped fast enough. 
Yeah, so that's a great uh, that's a great thought. It's actually a little bit different than that. So, if it's out of stock, um, then the Amazon's ad algorithm, the way it works, it won't even show the ad. So if okay, they good. sell out, there's no reason to adjust. Um, but the long ship times do affect it. So it has less to do with if if they have the item in stock right now, Amazon's doing a decent job of shipping it you know, in, in two to five days, if it's in stock in FBA right now, if it's out of stock, the ads aren't even showing. Um, but there is a thought, like, if I can't get more items in stock, should I reduce ads for now? Um, you know, all of that kind of high level thinking around, well, I might not be able to stock for a while. Um, or conversion rates drastically drop whenever you go from FBA and prime to, yeah, self-fulfilled so that is something that you know we've had advertising proven for six months or so for a brand and then all of a sudden they're going to uh self-fulfilled and and conversion rates drop drastically and then the advertising you're doing before just isn't working now well and by the way i mentioned my ice cream scoop and it said it was going to take four weeks for delivery well when i check my account now it says it's going to be delivered today so it actually yeah, was I had, like i had the same one experience. or two day. yeah yeah so they're like it's not showing prime anymore it's not guaranteeing a certain time and then it said it was going to be delivered like april 20th or something like that but then yet i get it one day later two days later so that's crazy hmm. yeah it's very unlike same... amazon because usually amazon i, I, is had, very the, I had the same experience matt same same exact experience you know I, was, I mentioned i was just trying to buy some additional lighting for the outside of my house and it was sunday or actually it was saturday and, you know, it, it did actually show prime and it said it would be there in two days. And it actually represented that as I bought it. And then later I got an email saying that they would be there, like what the equivalent of four or five days later, which honestly kind of annoys me because, you know, you mentioned if it's not in stock and it's not going to ship right away, would you have bought it? I, I wouldn't have, but then I yesterday got an email telling me it would all be here today. So I think that they don't even know when and how they're going to deliver, which feels a little un-Amazon-ish. Yeah, that's very unlike Amazon. They're usually very precise in these things. So Andrew, if they're not able, we've talked in the past about the about how selling products uh, and using Prime as your delivery method incurs a higher uh, fee ratio. If they're not able to perform to do that same delivery, does that lower the fees for the sellers? No, um, at least not yet. I don't know if Amazon might retroactively give some refunds or things like that. I think we really are. This is the first time they've seen this, and I think we are literally day to day. You know, Amazon got market share trust by delivering products in two days. Um, I was a little annoyed too when mine took five days because there used to be a time on Amazon, where if it took three days and you were promised two, um, you know, you could send it back or get your money back. Um, and that's the trust that they built. So I think that um, they're just given a little bit of grace, like everybody else right now. Um, and while we, you know, we're so you called it non Amazon ish, and I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I'm trying to just essentially help sellers on a platform that feels very non Amazon right now. I mean, the, the overall economic effects of, of so much of this are yet to really be determined. I mean, but, you know, on a very simplistic level, if you sell a product, you sell it on Amazon, I'm assuming they don't pay you until it's delivered. Is that true? 
Correct. So um, they they you don't collect funds until after it's delivered. Um, in the same way, you can't review it ahead of time or any number of things like that. You know, if you're selling where there's different ways of selling on Amazon. So if we're selling through Vendor Central, which is more of like a whole wholesale re- retail relationship, um, as soon as Amazon purchases the product from the brand, Amazon owns it. So you're paid right then. If we're more but, of, a, but outside of that, that's going to remarkably slow down, slow down the life cycle of your own cash, which is going to result in your inability to pay vendors, to pay employees, to pay rent, and it's just like it's just an extension of this overall ripple effect that's going on. That as a result, of, it's it's you know even just a, a few days or a week of slowness or a downtick in in sales you know i was reading an article today that said that the average business the average small business has 27 days of cash like that's just the until it's gone and then on some businesses like restaurants the average was more like 16 so you know with some of the things that are related to economic stimulus and the things that they're trying to get out there and pass the real question is is you know are, is it going to fucking happen soon enough and I think that's what everyone's worried about. I mean, Matt, do you what, what's your take on the overall ripple effect of, of the slow the slowness, the slow play? Well, I think one of us gets slow paid and then we slow pay the next person and they slow pay right. the next person and it's definitely a huge domino effect, right? I mean we it's literally it's literally pay it backwards, not forwards. Yeah. I mean and and you know, we have at Stackify, we have some of our customers have reached out and asked if they can have a discount and and all of a sudden we have to call our vendors and say, hey, can, can we have a discount? We're going to pay our bills a little slow. And I mean, yeah, you got weeks, weeks of time that are going to get added on the back end of this. Does, that mean, does that mean you're going to ask me for a discount? Yeah, absolutely. It's coming. Damn it. Ugh. Andrew, what's your take on all this? Like, what are, what are you hearing from your clients and customers? Well, I think that you're right on it um, as far as the delays and you know, I'm, we have 45 brands here that we manage. So it's a whole lot of conversations, um, a whole lot of different conversations. Um, and I know that some of my brands are just absolutely crushing it right now. I say that because, you know, we're doing 10 X of what they normally do sometimes. Wow. Um, What, What kind of categories are those right now? Uh, food specifically um but there's some outliers too like toothbrushes and um games board games card games um a lot of stuff that kind of satisfies you know the at-home user but most mostly food mostly food or supplements or vitamins um immune boosters Um, we got a lot of local local businesses in kansas city here that um are taking advantage of that like um balance the superfood shot their life equals so they're kind of like uh all the veggies you need in in a, in a oh, shot wow yeah um, and they're absolutely i think that's, I think okay. that's our guest tomorrow awesome. or soon yeah okay. i think so so we'll see what's up with that and maybe maybe if we can get a delivery matt this would probably be a good time for us to do that ruby jeans juice fast that we were promised <laughs> yeah absolutely yes and by the way, just so you know, I found 90 snow pops in my freezer the other day. So, ha ha, who wins now? Well, maybe hold, right. them all the way, hold them all the way into summer. They might be worth something. I'm holding them until I feel like not holding them, buddy. And you'll know because if you get a text from me at like three in the morning and it's incoherent, that means I got into the snow pops. 
<laughs> I mean, it, it does. Uh, Andrew, who, who are some, what are some of the categories that aren't winning in Amazon right now? Yeah, I would say it's um, kind of those extra purchases. You know, everybody's like a little bit tight with their purse strings. And I think that's where the economy is really going to feel it. And I think that's where um, everybody is never, no, no, I'm sorry, nobody has ever been through this, um, at least just like this. And so I think there's a level of hesitation um, either on ad spend or, um, you know, different things like that. So, because of that, there's not a ton of extra spend on on some of those items that are just maybe not non-essential. Um, you know, you'd be surprised like things like bicycle parts are taking off uh, because it's considered oh, yeah. an essential item. Uh, bicycles are. Um, hmm. and, and things that are not would be, you know, decorative things. So like decor, um, you know, I'm seeing a, a downtick in like um, – outdoor decorations i've got a couple of brands that do well there um but what about really clothing um clothing as well i have less clothing brands directly um right now so i'm not able to see a ton of that but i would assume um clothing is down as well you know i think i think what's really going to happen guys is this week and next week I, i've told you it's day by day um but as we have different lockdowns um, whereas some of my businesses weren't really affected and it was business as usual, some of those businesses either by choice or by, you know, government decree will not be going into work. Um, and so I think I'm really, really going to see how it affects, um, how it affects us, whether we're changing handling time of self-fulfilling orders, whether we're, um, you know, changing availability of stock. Um, whether we're shutting accounts down on vacation. And you talk about that cash flow issue. Um, me as a business owner as well, I'm looking into just what are my options in case some of my vendors are um, you know, late to pay or asking for an extension. Um, one can only know how, how all of these changes are going to affect them. I have a I have a little bit of relevant information related to that, just because that's something uh, for the last two weeks that we've definitely been keeping our finger on the pulse of at full scale. So by the time this episode comes out, let's hope that the fucking Democrats and Republicans decided to agree on something. But one thing that has already occurred is they have released a, a serious amount of government disaster relief loans. And this is a branch of the SBA, the Small Business Administration. Go to sba.gov, um, and you can uh, you can apply if your state has declared any kind of disaster zone, which pretty much all of them have. You can uh, you can apply now. Once again, this is a loan, but they're insanely long repayment terms, especially when it comes to like when it comes to anything related to. Uh, you can actually go to disasterloan.sba.gov. And so with that, uh, the government has opened up a large tranche of, of lending for businesses. Now, you have, to, you have to be prepared to explain how you were affected. Like, how, how did all of this affect you? And it could be a number of things. Like, you can, get, you can cover payroll, um, vendor expenses, uh, rent, stuff like that. And with that, you can get... I, they, I think they go up to like 2 million bucks and anywhere from, I think it's like three and a half to 4% for 30 years, which is insane, by the way, like how much can I get? 
was the question I, I said after that. And then with the stimulus package that they're apparently going to agree on today, and we're recording this, I usually don't timestamp episodes, but we're recording this on Tuesday, March 20, 24th in the, in the morning. And, and with the uh, stimulus package, they have $350 billion of, of SBA loans that go out. And those are under SBA's uh, prime offering, which is called the 7A loan. Um, it's normally a long process to get through, and they have found some ways to streamline it. Uh, but with those, those are loans that are guaranteed by the government and are through traditional lenders like your bank. So you can call any bank. The uh, SBA has 1,800 partner banks, and you can actually apply for those. Um, and I believe they're going to be relaxing some of the requirements. But with that, uh, I mean, I think that the government and the people that administer these loans and the applications realize that they have to push these through a lot faster than they have in the past, which is going to create a little bit of rubber stamping, um, maybe some people getting some loans or some money. Like, once again, it's not free money. It is just a loan. But I mean, that can write the ship. And when you're looking at a 30-year repayment at 4%, um, and Matt, you remember when we were playing with with loan percentages once on like a three year note and like 14, 12, 10, like there wasn't really a big difference in that. So 4% is, is basically equi- equal to what inflation runs. So there's not there's not a whole lot of, uh, of juice in there. Um, were you aware of those products, Andrew? I am actually. I, so this this semester, uh, I guess if you want to call it that, I've been part of a small business accelerator with Babson. Oh, that's uh, right. And Goldman Sachs. And we talked about that last time you were on and then the world fell apart and we forgot to follow up. Yeah, they've actually it feels like I'm with, uh, you know, Central Command or HQ with Babson College. Um, I was on a conference call with uh, President Trump, actually, through the school. Um, and he was just talking to small businesses and talking about the loans you're talking about. Um, and they have a, uh, someone from the small business, uh, administration that was, that's part of Babson. So we're getting kind of exactly what you're saying from, from someone that's high up there. Um, Missouri actually just got, I think turned on to the, the, as a disaster zone yesterday or maybe the night before. Um, so I was, I was kind of primed and waiting to go. Uh, my applications are probably like 75% done yesterday. The site just wouldn't work for me. Yeah. That's what we found the same thing. So I, I'm, I'm definitely trying to take advantage. Uh, it's not honestly at this moment, um, you know, I'm not needing anything like that, but, um, just trying to be prepared for the future, trying to be prepared for these vendors going down this week or next week, um, pulling the plugs. It's been, it's been crazy for me to see, um, as a newer, you know, as a younger business owner, as a newer business owner, um, it's been crazy for me to see how fast businesses can fold up. Um, oh, yeah. It's been maybe two weeks of this, so it's been you know at the week mark there was a lot, and at the second week mark we're going to have a lot, and um, I'm expecting more. I think Babson says that 30 percent of small businesses are expected to close um, this kind of disaster. That, by the way, that's tens of millions. Yes, if that's uh, the case, I think there's about 29. Point five million small businesses. Most of those are solopreneurs or like, you know, contractors and things like that. Um, but 30% 
um, is what they're expected. These, this is the number one entrepreneurship college. So they've just been cranking out information. It's been cool. They've actually, um, uh, stopped class for the time being, of course. And instead all of the instructors, all of the virtual, uh, business advisors, uh, faculty are, are into go mode, trying to save as many businesses as they can. Good luck. Yeah. Do you, so, uh, you have any, Matt, are you planning on chasing down any disaster relief? Have you guys, as Stack, if I have that on the radar? You know, I think I'm going to try and see if, you know, it's something we're eligible for. I'm not sure if we're the type of business that they're targeting, you know, because we're sure a we B2B SaaS company. I don't know. We, uh, yeah, we're going to try, has... though. Yeah, we're yeah. going to try. We'll see what they uh, what they say. I mean, if we can get, yeah. if we can borrow money real cheaply, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, and like like Andrew said, um, you know, our C- Daryl Full Scale COO was trying to get through that process yesterday, and he was like, you know, he used to work at at the company that when we had a ticket company, and every now and then we'd see these off brand ticket sites that had a major artist performing, and the tickets would go on sale, and the site would just it get crushed, you know, like you're sitting there, like putting things in the shopping cart, trying to finish a transaction. And it's basically like, yeah, suck it. You're not getting these. So he said he, he, I think he finally got the application through after about four hours of trying. Is that, is that the same experience you had yesterday, Andrew? Yeah. So I didn't try for four hours. I'll be honest. I was running around kind of like crazy taking calls and things like that. But it, it was just like, it would cycle, 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 you know, you get in and then you can't download the form that you need. And, um, you know, yeah. recommending 7 PM to 7 AM to do stuff. Uh, but I was, I tried it about midnight last night and it was kind of doing the same thing. So, um, you know, I'll keep giving it, a, I'll keep giving it a try, but like you said, there are a bunch of other, um, ways of, of getting funding, some, something they call bridge loans, um, you know, which is essentially getting a loan to cover the SBA loan um, in the meantime. So if you can't get the SBA loan as fast as you need, look into some of those sites like Eva, um that do small business loans. I know locally we've got um, AltCap that is looking to help small businesses here in Kansas City. And um, I know that Davin is, is someone that is looking to help. So um, I'm really just, I want to put out there on the podcast today on a Tuesday that um, if anyone needs any advice about e-commerce, Amazon, the marketplaces, um, you know, and, and I have the time, I, I'm, I'm willing to try to help you pivot your business. I'm seeing one thing that's really awesome is just been seeing all of these businesses kind of go back to their entrepreneur roots, which is really fun for me. Um, just seeing how, you know, alcohol companies are, are changing to make cleaning products and restaurants are going, you know, online or making fresh food uh deliveries with postmates and things like that so it, you know it's really cool seeing kind of the entrepreneurial spirit come up out of all this if we're looking for a silver lining and if anyone's looking to pivot or just get advice i want to put it out there that I'm, I'm i'm willing to help and how do they reach you andrew um andrew at marknology.com or just uh www.marknology.com you'll be able to find a contact there and, and we'll get a hold of you I usually try to throw Watson under the bus whenever people are offering online advice right now. <laughs> Andrew, do you have any like generic advice you'd give to anybody that is doing e-commerce or should be doing e-commerce right now? Do you have any like just generic tips 
Yeah. So, I mean, you know, uh, re even brick and mortars and retail stores are, are going online and finding ways to like FaceTime shop with customers and things like that. So I would just say that um, e-commerce is not going anywhere, um, you know, and right now there's so much traffic there. There's you, you have so many people's attention um, on their cell phones, on their iPads, on their computers right now with everyone being at home and being on lockdown. So even if you're not, if you don't have a website or you're not trying to sell on Amazon, um, if you have a digital presence, you're on LinkedIn, you have social media, um, you know, try to create value for people right now. Um, it's the best look for your brand. Um, you know, don't be pushing sale, 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 those hard sales. I'm unsubscribing so fast from all these e-commerce and, and web hard sales right now. Um, and really just looking for those businesses and those people that are, that are out there online trying to, trying to give out help. So, you know, gen generic advice is, um, you know, really take a step back from your business and see if there's some way that, that online can be, um, a value to you or used to you. Um, think outside the box. I know I have coffee shops that are selling in liquor stores because liquor stores are going to stay open. Um, so it really is just right now about taking a step back and doing things probably differently than you have been. And if you're in the e-commerce space, um, you know, it's just a matter of pivoting and taking advantage of, of where we're at right now. I know that Mark, you know, Marknology, I don't know, Matt, we haven't talked, uh, some specific details in, in a minute. Um, last time we talked was about Babson, but Marknology has started offering fulfillment services out of our new office location. Um, there's probably four or five brands in the last two weeks that have been getting product to me um, to be able to to ship for them if if New York goes in complete lockdown or some of these businesses that don't have um, the essential um, categorization. And so we're able to at least short term be able to help them ship product and get product either off the Amazon or or ship it directly. So, I mean, it's hard. There's so much advice, Watson, um, to give and kind of really depends on the business. But um, online is where the attention is. And I think that's where our focus should be. Matt, what's your generic advice? <sighs> Man, if it's not bolted down, sell it. That's my advice right now. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna disagree. Um, <laughs> I think I, I think if I had to give my generic advice, it's like you know, there there's I used to work for this this uh, guy named Buddy, and he used to say, "You got to put your sails up when the wind's blowing." So if the wind's blowing for you right now, you know, one of the things that that Master Watson and I were talking about was. Uh, relative to what you had mentioned earlier, Matt, with online advertising. Now, keep in mind, all that CPC stuff is an auction. So if there's less bidders in that auction, you might find some value in there. So, you know, there, there could be there could be a silver lining and be able to target and push specific products that you sell via e-commerce. Um, I think another thing that my, I think my advice would also be to under-promise and over-deliver. And I think that's what Amazon was probably doing by telling us it was going to be six days and then getting it here in four. Um, I think that people are stressed out right now. And if there's if you're selling something that they think they need or want in a faster timeline and you're going to take three times as long to get that there, I think you need to be very open and tell people like we are experiencing delays. I think right now in this given climate, people are going to be a lot more understanding of that. 
But at the same time, if you're selling something that someone else deems is essential, don't tell them it's going to be there in two days if it's going to be there in seven, because right. that that can have a level of, of that can detract from your brand significantly. And then also just on a general level of responsibility, like I said, if it's in a, now, if you're selling the ice cream scoop, sorry, Watson, um, I'm not as concerned about your rapid delivery, but there are other things that people might be counting on or needing that without, you know, if you're, if you're over promising and under delivering, eh, not so good either. Right. It's communicate, 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 communicate. Um, is this also, is this also a good time to mention that the mixtape app is available on iOS and Android. And if you have a Spotify premium account, you can play with your friends for free. It's a great time to mention that. I know we took the, we took the paid part off of it. We want people to just go have fun and play. So maybe we can do that later. Um, so we like to, we're going to try to get back into our normal routine of doing things around Startup Hustle. And we like to do the, the founder's freestyle here at the end. Andrew, what would you like to say that just kind of summarizes anything or I don't know, it's, it, here's the mic. Well, I would just, uh, you know, I want small business owners to stay positive. And, uh, you know, I talked about our roots being entrepreneurship. And I feel like this week I've seen a ton of those characteristics and personality traits come out with everyone I'm talking to. So just go back to your roots. Try to remember um, why you're doing this thing um, that you're doing and, and try to remember your origins and um, you know, we just got to stick together. I think this is one of those times in America where you can really help others. Um, and you'll find that in doing so some of your, your best ideas, your best creativity can really come out. Um, at least that's what, that's what seems to be the case for me. And, um, you know, this isn't a time to fold. I think this is a time to double or triple down. Um, you know, when brand owners are asking me what to do, I'm like, everybody's going to shrink up. Everybody's going to like, you know, put their put their hands in their pockets and kind of just wait to see what happens but like you said with the ppc and the bidding um this is also a time that you can go um you know you can triple down and and take advantage of those low bids take advantage of people being out of stock um if you can operate at a higher faster better level um there's a huge opportunity right now um to come out of this thing uh even stronger than you were so I guess that'd be my advice is just understand your situation, take a true assessment of where you are. Um, and it might be the time to triple down instead of uh, getting conservative. Master Watson. Well, I think at this point it's all about survival and figuring out um, if you're a winner or loser in this deal. And as, as he, as we mentioned earlier, there are certain categories for e-commerce right now that are definitely booming. You know, one of the first things I purchased actually online um, a few days ago was some toys to play with my kids outside in the front yard because we got to do a lot more of that now. Um, and I, I think it's just trying to figure out, do you weather the storm and or, or is now the time to really ramp up? Um, it's it's e-commerce is just like all the other types of businesses right now. There's there's winners and losers and just trying to figure out what side of it you're on. And if you're on the losing side, figuring out how do you just survive this and um, make it out the other side and pick business back up later. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, you know, when I used to live in Indianapolis, they had this place called Connor Prairie, which was one of those uh, like Western settlers, like 
places where you know you you walk in and everything had turned itself back in time there's like some lady there making butter and you're like well where do you, do you put it in the refrigerator and the actor's like i don't know what a refrigerator is what is that I, i'm really hoping that my experience at counter prairie is not going to become a reality for what i'm going to have to do in and around my house so uh, w- with that the the dependency on e-commerce and the things that that it can deliver and bring to us like I would much rather have the butter delivered than to try to churn it myself. So we're really counting on the e-commerce people to get all that figured out. When it comes to that, I think there's also some cre- I've seen some creative things, um, like bundling of products. You know, like if you sell hand gel, and why not bundle that up with two other products? Um, you know, use create some creative packaging. Do something to to lighten your inventory. Um, I think that during times like this, you know, I used to work in retail, uh, retail management. And, you know, these are the times that you want to have the thinnest level of inventory as possible. You want to sell through as much as you can have that inventory level as low and as lean as possible, especially for items that don't, that don't statistically move quickly. Um, I think if you sell anything that it's a good time to look at what you sell and say, is this a need or is this a want? And if it's, if it's a true want, like people just want it, they don't necessarily need it. I think you have to, once again, be careful about what levels of inventory you're keeping things at, what you're spending on marketing. And I think in Congress with all of that, I don't think you can trust any numbers that you have relied on up to this point, as far as like how many clicks it would take to make a sale, what that cost of acquisition is or any of that. Um, Cause you're, we're going to be rewriting the, the, the new standards for a while. And uh, you know, that said, uh, just be real careful. Uh, keep your finger on the pulse of, of the money coming in and out of your business like you never have before. You guys have anything else to add? No, I think that was great advice, Matt. Um, I think it is just about, you know, keeping a finger on your pulse and, you know, being as creative as you can be to uh, find a way to give value back to customers. And it, like I said, remember your core. And if you're doing that really well, um, you, you know, you're going to be all right. So, you know, like Watson said, if you either have to weather the storm or pivot, I know restaurants that are closing up that are now going to, you know, shipping out fresh food locally and they just don't have a restaurant anymore. They're, they're just going all online. So, um, you know, know, no, Andrew, there's one other thing we didn't talk about that we should have probably talked about in this. Are are some of your uh, clients concerned about their supply chain? and actually having product to sell. Yeah, it's interesting because China's actually back in business. Um, and it will be interesting to see how that unfolds. Um, you know, with the virus lasting, I think it's three days, um, you know, on goods and things like that. So stuff coming back from China, as far as that's concerned, should be good to go. Um, you know, we also have local manufacturers. That's where like, you know, the alcohol companies turning into cleaning products and different things like that. Um, you know, I think that that is a real concern. I don't think it's a real concern today. Okay. Because well, I, well, I can, I'll, I'll add to, to add to it. Um, I just got an, a notification on my phone here. The entire country of India is now in lockdown. 1.3 billion people all must stay at home for the next 21 days. That, that's insane. And it's, it's greatly going to affect us in some way. Um, you know, I know I, I was talking about this whole thing and I was like, you know, like 
as far as facts go, a lot of us are just like, where do we check these facts? How do we know if it's true? Where is it coming from? You know, all of those what ifs. And when California went on lockdown, I said, hey, that's the first fact for sure that I'm positive about. I know that 30, 40 million people, um, you know, not going to work or not spending money in the economy is really going to affect us. Um, you know, I think it's a matter of we don't know what to expect. Predictions are not a thing anymore. Um, and there's a whole lot of people that, that won't be working that will be figuring things out. But there's a whole lot of people that are just fine working from home in 2020. So there's still going to be commerce. There's still going to be, um, you know, purchases and amenity purchases and games for the front yard and things like that. Um, just what are those products? What is what are those industries? What can be remade here in 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 uh, the U.S. that hasn't been for a while? People can pivot to that if they couldn't beat India's pricing. Um, you know, maybe they can pivot quickly and and be offering something that that used to be come up come over at a at a lot cheaper price. Um, who's to say? It's going to be really really interesting to see. Well, I think we could probably do a whole follow-up episode on supply chain issues. Now, once again, Andrew, thanks for joining us today. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode because i got to hurry up and get an ice cream scooper over to Watson's house. <laughs> yes. See thanks, you everybody. Time. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCarsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle.